Put down your baby and pick up a beer. Dad Jokes is back with a brand new episode. I'm Jerry, joined here by Brandon, and you're listening to the podcast of two dads going through the journey of fatherhood while you all listen to us do it week by week. And Brandon, it's been a couple weeks since we've had our episode, um, but a lot's happened and it's it's been pretty good on my end. How's it been on your end? It's been pretty good. Uh, we're we're recording a day or maybe a, a couple of days early for a variety of reasons that we'll get into. But I'm I'm excited about the number one reason, which is tomorrow. Yes, tomorrow would be uh, Peyton's second birthday, which is just crazy. Bum, 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 bum. Yeah, I got a, I got some stuff I'll share on that, but it's I I honestly. I can't believe she's going to be two tomorrow. It's it's blowing my mind. We got some plans with that. But before we get into all of that in today's topic, Brandon, which is kind of an exciting topic, any parent out there um, will tell you it is an interesting topic that I don't think goes away anytime soon, but that is sharing. We're going to talk about sharing. And uh, speaking of sharing, Brandon, do you want to share a dad joke with me? What a great segue. It's almost like you uh, were looking at a career in radio. It's almost like we've done this for almost 100 times now. Almost 100 episodes. We're starting to get to those segues. Uh, But yes, share a dad joke. And speaking of that, I just want to take a quick second and and give a shout out. We've had a few different people. Um, Our our listenership is is picking up. Um, So thank you to all our our new listeners. And it seems like we we have quite a few new listeners. Um, But you guys are are picking up the mantle and actually reaching out to us, asking us questions, letting us know what was funny. Uh, shout out to our newest listener from Minnesota. Minnesota. He, uh, he, he reached out and thought it was, he was, he was in an earlier episode and he actually lives in Minnesota and thought it was pretty funny how we, uh, how we pronounced that. So, uh, it, it's all, it, it makes us feel good, um, to, to know that maybe we're helping another dad out or, Another dad may be uh, out there in the same position we were in and that I'm about to be in again. Um, oh, yeah. And it, it's, it's really fun. So keep keep it coming. We love the feedback. Yeah, we're not. Uh, but uh, we're maybe not quite the Kelsey brothers, but I mean, you know, we're starting to get some fan base. It's, it feels good, Brandon. <laughs> Very close yeah. to the Kelsey brothers. Athletic ability and, you know, popularity and whatnot. So <laughs> athletic ability is already there. And exactly. I think our, our choice in women is even better. Yeah, that was, I was probably shouldn't have done that. I don't know anything about uh, J- Jason Kelsey's wife. That was more player, of a shot at Taylor Swift. Oh, is I she? I think she's like on the U.S. women's soccer team. So that was a little really? patriotic of you, Brandon. Yeah, I think you sure that wasn't Zach Ertz? Wrong, but I, I thought she was too. I thought I thought Kelsey's wife was oh, too. I could be way a wrong. Couple of them. I, I think that I know Julie Ertz was on the on the soccer team, but maybe was. there's a maybe there's a Kelsey there too, and Dennis Rodman's daughter. There's a bunch of. We're learning a lot about women's soccer today. I like this. Hit <laughs> me with the dad joke, Brandon. Okay. Jerry, I was talking to Kelsey recently, and she said that she will divorce me if I sing I'm a Believer. I thought she was kidding. But then I saw her face. <laughs> and now you're a believer. I like it. Yeah. I like it. I thought I was like good. It. She looked at me when I said that joke and was like, nah, that's corny, which made me want to. But she smiled. That made me know I was a winner. All right. All right. Well, it was decent. I think mine's pretty good today, too. We'll we'll see. Hopefully I didn't just wake Bryce up in the next room. (laughs) (laughs) So what else has been going on? What's been going on with Bryce and the Banks household? Uh, A lot of the same the last couple weeks, um, but a a couple highlights. Uh, Before we even get into Bryce, we, we had a... Uh, our last kind of big ultrasound for a while for my our new son that's going to be coming uh, end of February, early March. And it was the best ultrasound we've had. We got like to see a full profile of the baby, which we never like we we've never seen that, um, which was cool. Um, we also like she was getting like the profile and was pointing out like jawline. This is his mouth. His hand is covering his face. Oh, uh-oh, it looks like he's about to yawn and saw, like, two yawns back-to-back. And just those little things, especially, like, seeing the profile, you, you see, like, the – and he still kind of looks like a little skeleton or alien there, but or alien in there, but it's it's fun to see the facial features starting to take shape, um, to be kind of told that so far, so good, everything looks and feels all right. Um that it just it's a it's a cool feeling, and then to see something as simple as a yawn, 
was like it made me made me emotional sitting in there um watching it which weirdly enough i never other than the first ultrasound when we first found out we were pregnant with bryce this is like by far the most emotional i've been in an ultrasound um but it, it was it was really cool that's awesome uh yeah it was awesome bryce is in his third session in a row of soccer um and this class has been weird um he's he knows the coach and loves the coach, but this is a little coach bit of Vinny. a rowdy coach Vinny. And we've got two coaches now, coach Vinny and coach Tyler. Okay. Um, but we, um, he last session, he did a really good job listening. I feel like he like took a turn and I was like, yeah, we're going to keep him this the entire time. I'm telling you, man, this last Sunday was the most trying because in my mind, we're getting away from like the, Bryce is even though he still is, Bryce is the youngest kid in the class. He needs to like I'm looking at like kids of all different age groups, and they're listening a little bit better than he is, and it's getting under my skin a little bit. <laughs> so I, I got to keep reminding myself that it's not that deep. We're really just here to have fun. But uh, it it definitely uh, this last this last Sunday he he like regressed big time like didn't want to listen he and I told Kelsey before we left I was like he don't feel like going like as much as he think he does he doesn't feel like going neither one of us feel like going and in the back of my head I was like let's just sit this one out and we probably should have because like 30 minutes in he's looking at it up and said want to go home <laughs> oh so, gosh yeah we uh yeah he definitely verbalized what he felt but he wanted to stay until the end so he can get his stamp and yell I love soccer so we made it <laughs> Um, All that money for a stamp. Great job. Yeah. Yeah. And one thing we found out, just in case you ever or anybody out there ever uh, are in the middle of one of these sessions and your kid like needs to size up. So we just bought him new a new uniform. Oh, and then does he have a number? Next, he does have a number. He's, He's number got one. A number. There we go. <laughs> Good job, Bryce. <laughs> but it's not a ton of money, but. We we sign or the next session sign up is coming up, and they're changing the uniform color. Apparently, they do it every year. So, literally two months before we we bought them a new uniform, like we just bought them a new uniform. The next session starts in like a month and a half, and he you auto you get auto charged with an entirely new uniform. <laughs> that is so awesome. We he could have definitely made it until like the next uh, session with his current gosh. uniform. So yeah, there's that. Well, his, hopefully they go back to the color scheme that he's in now. And his little brother can have. I was gonna say uniforms. he's gonna have ones to pass out. Yeah, we'll see. But soccer's been very interesting so far this session, both because of the other kids and because of Bryce. Uh, Bryce and I have gotten a lot of time the last since we last talked. Uh, Kelsey had her biggest audit of the year um, at her actual site, not off site, and so that meant she spent a lot more time at work, uh, which is, I mean. I think Bryce and I's relationship is better than it has ever been. And it seems like we're just, we've been on a positive trajectory. Um, so any dads out there listening who maybe mom's getting all the attention right now, she probably still will, but maybe you can add another kid to the equation. Maybe you can have the mom stay at work for a little bit longer and cheat your way into uh, becoming number go. one. And I'm not quite there yet, but I might be number three now instead of number four. Um, we, and I know you're going to get into it, so I'm just going to gloss over it, but we, we had Peyton's birthday, which was super fun. Um, her, her birthday party, we put our Christmas tree and lights up, um, which Bryce has gotten a kick out of, uh, so far, um, and having, having a good time with it. And then the last few things, some of them are concerns and one, something that we, we, I'm finally biting the bullet and taking care of, um, and this may be something we touch on in a, in a couple episodes, but Bryce has a has a stutter to a degree. He's only he's just over two, so there's nothing really to worry about now. But the like you know how it goes, you still kind of worry oh, yeah. a little bit because you wonder if it's uh, can't help it. It yeah, if it's something that is more permanent. Um, here, a ton of kids do it. We actually brought this up at work. Uh, one of our coworkers piped in and said, "I used to have a stutter and it just went away." Um, but it's, it's just one of those things kind of in the back of your head. So we may do a little bit more research and see, uh, everything you see right now says basically calm, calm down. It's not that big of a deal. 
But, naturally, you get ramped up, and you you like yeah. almost want to find an article that tells you not to calm down. Like you are trying to find yeah. a bad article. That's so, uh, that's exactly. I've been it. there. So yeah. we uh, it's just in the back of our head a little bit. Um, and then his his diaper rash. I think I've talked about it probably two or three episodes now. But it we finally think we're getting a handle on it. But it I mean up until two or three days ago it was it came back. Um, it will go in and come back. Uh, so figuring that out. And then the last thing is I'm finally to the point where we're, I'm okay with getting a slight, very slight hair trim. Anybody who knows Bryce sees Bryce. I I, I love his hair. Uh, it's wild and crazy and curly and great, and I love it. But it it gets to the point where you're trying to comb his hair daily that he starts like it's a it's a it's becoming more and more of a an ordeal. So a little bit more hair management on our end will probably help everybody out day in day out. But that's my that's our last couple of weeks. It's pretty long winded. What you guys been up to? Well, I'm gonna start with two things, Brandon. First off. I was terribly wrong. Jason Kelsey's wife did not play soccer at all and definitely not for team USA. So, and, and my wife probably is listening to this going, what in the heck is he talking about? Cause she knows all this stuff. Um, but she did play field hockey in college. So I don't know if that's what I got. She wasn't a collegiate athlete, but did not. So play she played, soccer. she played soccer, hockey, soccer, hockey. Sure. Field hockey. Does it feel ground hockey? ground lacrosse? Yeah, exactly. Do you know anyone that ever played field hockey? Because I, I don't think I have ever met someone who actually played field hockey. Yeah, I don't even think I we do. had a team in high school. I don't know. Maybe we did. Who knows? Yeah, I do. In, in 11th grade in gym class, the whole class played field hockey <laughs> for like, for like a week, a there second. But yeah, so I was terribly wrong. So I apologize for anyone listening going, that guy's an idiot. Because I really was on that. Second thing I'm going over, Brandon, is right now, before getting to our week, is I poured a... Nice little pour today of some bourbon. I'm a big bourbon guy. Anyone out there listening, I got a mammoth rye today that I'm drinking. And if you like um, kind of lesser known bourbon, I'm about to crack a rye now and then too. Yeah, it, it was, it's very Old good. Pepper so distillery. mammoth uh, rye, which is in Traverse City, Michigan. So anyone out there that wants a, a good bottle of bourbon or a decent bottle of bourbon for not like a killer price, it's, uh, it's a good bottle. So, But yeah, we've had a lot going on, Brandon. You kind of mentioned it. The biggest thing... Um, we had Peyton's birthday, and I want to start with something. I want to kind of get on a soapbox, Brandon. And this is this is this is my dad hat off, and and my guy hat on, or my husband hat, whatever you want to call it. And the and Macy and me, we work every other weekend, so we get basically two weekends where we're both off in a month, right? And our last two weekends, we had Avery's baptism, and then we had Peyton's birthday party. That's our last two weekends off. And both weekends looked very similar from, like, a adult standpoint. Saturday, all day we cleaned, got stuff from the store, got stuff ready, basically spent the whole day preparing for said party. Sunday morning, we got up, we got the kids ready, final touches, got everything to go, got changed, dressed, whatnot, picked up the food. And then we had our party, which both parties where people were at our house were probably people were there for two to three hours. 95% of the people and then we spent the remainder of Sunday cleaning everything up and putting everything away so both my last two weekends have been a lot of work for about two to three hours of entertainment if you will um it's just crazy it just it's just funny when you look at it it's like man you do a lot of stuff to have people over your house and they're really not that there for that long not that i'm complaining about them not being there long but it was just kind of crazy so anyone out there who's hosting people i feel your pain we've done it a couple times recently and uh it, it can be a lot it, it can be a lot so you're telling me i shouldn't have people over my house for the michigan ohio state it's game it's a little different i mean you don't i don't think you have to compare <laughs> it's that completely much, different but, it's completely different <laughs> yeah i mean um well, I will say the last couple of years, I think we've been at our place, and Michigan has won both years. So if we lose this year, I'm 100% blaming it on you. I and I 100% that. don't care. <laughs> I know that. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, Peyton's birthday, actually, um, you know, the party itself went, went really well. She did good. Um, it was a little bit different because she couldn't take a nap. So she she did good. She warmed up, was playing with the kids. She got a little bit overwhelmed when kid, people were singing to her, but she kind of warmed up, loved the cake. Um, and, and had a, a really good time. The only thing that was a lot, and it was a lot for me as much as it was for her, is when we did presents. We had a lot of people there, and there's a lot of presents, and everyone's excited to see her open her presents. But there's also a lot of kids, and kids a couple years older than her, and kids that are around three to four, 
people love presents, right? They don't only love presents. They love like being involved in the presents. And so they wanted to like help and pass the presents out or give one to Peyton or give one to me and be like right on top of her, like open this one, open this one. And she like knows how to like unwrap presents, right? And she like knows like, oh, there's something inside, but she doesn't really understand the whole idea of like, oh, all these presents are for me and there's a bunch of different ones and it's my birthday. She just knows like, oh, there's something. So it was a lot and you could tell she was getting overwhelmed and I was getting a little overwhelmed because, you know, you got these kids everywhere trying to like get her to open stuff. And she's kind of like not knowing what to do. And then she'd open something and she'd be like, ooh, this is cool. I want to play with this. And then someone's throwing a new present in front of her, right? But she did good. Um, and then, and then of course, she wanted to play with everything, which I told Macy. I was like, hey, we should put away some of these things and just open them over the next few weeks. Didn't win that battle. Basically, everything was open to that night. <laughs> she wanted to play with everything for five minutes. So that was fun. Um, we didn't give her any presents on her party day. We're going to give them to her tomorrow on her actual birthday. But overall, the party was great. Um, it's cool seeing the kids there and her play with them and, and, and them have a good time. That's That, that was a lot of fun. So, um, But Peyton's been, she's been doing really good lately. Her speech is continuing to grow, um, which is fun. She's saying new things every day. She's repeating a lot of things. Um, she was know, talking to me today at work. Yeah, and it's cool too because you're, I'm starting to like, know what she's saying more too because she's always babbled a lot but now i can kind of like understand some of the stuff she's saying even if it's partly babble and partly real words so her speech has definitely come a long way which is excited um i won't lie to you brandon you know as your kids get older if you're married a lot of times your your wife will get emotional right and get sad because their baby's growing up and i've always been like it's fine we're good but this week with Peyton turning two. I just remember the other night I was putting her to bed and she was like laying on me, like as I was carrying her to her crib. And I'm just like, man, I don't know like how much, how many more times I'm going to have this. And, uh, and then just seeing pictures like throughout the house of her when she was little, I just, her turning two is like, got me emotional. It's funny. Cause they always say like, you know, when, when kids get older, that's what women get like baby fever, right? They want to have another one cause they want another little one. And I'm always like, that's crazy. But right now I can understand it because it's like, hey, if she gets too big and then Avery gets too big, I'd have another one because <laughs> because I, I don't want that little, you know what I mean? That, that attachment you hear that, to Macy? You. Yeah, I know. She's going to run with that. And the other thing that's crazy, too, Brandon, is, is um, you know, we, we've always talked about having a third possibly. But, you know, a lot of people and probably myself included, like thought, OK, if we had a third, you probably would want a boy. Right. We have two girls. But the more and more time goes on, I feel like I'd be more, I'd be okay with three girls. Like something about having little girls is just, is just great. At least at this point, I know I'll probably regret that later, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, little girls are, are the best. You and probably right now, won't regret that later. The boys going to forget you exist when they turn true. like 21. I'll regret it when they're in, in high school. That's when I'll regret it. And yeah. then I'll come back around. <laughs> but, um, yeah, Peyton's, Peyton's definitely a daddy's girl right now, which is helping. She, she loves hanging out with dad and, and snuggling and, and, and that's just, you know, it melts your heart. Avery, not a daddy's girl yet. We're, we'll get there. She's definitely a, a mom's girl, but we're getting there. Um, Avery had a pretty good couple of weeks. She's uh, sleeping better, only waking up one to two times a night instead of the three, four, five, six, seven times a night. Um, she's discovered how to blow raspberries and does it 24-7. That's pretty much all she does. It's cute, but it gets annoying. Uh, today, I literally had to have a towel and wipe her face off because she's just blowing <laughs> spit all over her face. <laughs> um, but she's she's doing that. She can roll over now. She doesn't roll over all the way very often, but she rolls on her side constantly. She just kind of rocks on her side. I don't know. But um, she's getting big, and um, she definitely, she's like Macy said, she's discovered her hands. She's like infatuated with her hands all of a sudden. Um, playing with them, biting on them, moving. It just, yeah, she likes hands. She recognizes faces. So she's she's definitely coming a long way. She did just enter Leap 5 and had a very cranky day today. So I don't know if that coincides or if it's more the teething. Uh, but overall, she's been she's been doing a, a lot a lot better, uh, less cranky, more happy, um, and, and sleeping better, which is definitely, definitely a win for us. Um, and the only thing else I say is you kind of mentioned it. We we put up our Christmas tree too, and the girls both have a, a small little Christmas tree in in their room that we put up, and the girls decorated. And it was it was a lot of fun this year because Peyton really, she loves her tree in her room. She always goes in the room and goes on on because she wants me to plug it in. <laughs> and then um, she even likes her sisters, which she knocked over today and broke an ornament. 
Um, but even when we were decorating the big tray, she was she was getting all the ornaments out, taking them out of the boxes and handing them to me. And then uh, she obviously would find one she really loved and wanted to hang on to them. But uh, she she like kind of got the concept and, and had a lot of fun with it. So we put on Christmas music, had hot cocoa, and decorated the tree, which was just kind of kind of cool and something hopefully we'll do for years and years and years. So um, I'm excited for Christmas this year, even more than the last couple of years. I feel like it just keeps getting better, you know. So it's it's exciting for sure. Yeah, and you brought up the Christmas tree, and that's actually my piece of baby gear. Um, not just the, the tree, but Bryce's tree. He has the uh, the step two my my first Christmas tree. I think you guys have it too, if I remember right. I think but yeah, has we a little, do. We do. Yeah, we do. It's next to ours. It yeah. makes a lot of noise. Yep. <laughs> has a little train that goes around the bottom. Um, you have little ornaments that he basically treats like they're balls. And then basically, if you step too hard or you spin the the star at the top, it starts singing for you. Or you walk uh, near so it. So it's yeah. Well, it is basically from from it moving at all when you when you walk near it. Uh, so walk a little bit lighter next time. But he he <laughs> loves it. it. It's fun to have. Like we'll pull it next to um, like our Christmas tree, and he just kind of looks at both. And it's a reminder to parents to secure your actual trees as well as possible as well. Um, your, your kid can get infatuated with the tree, and it, it might not just be an ornament that they're pulling down. They might mm-hmm. it, the trees, if they're not set up the right way, are very easy to to uh, topple over. And the last thing you want is, especially once you start getting to the real trees, uh, any trees uh, toppling over and, and falling on your kids. So, um, I, we, we got a little bitty, I'm calling it little, we, we got pretty big ceilings in our house and I'm used to having, I said that just for you, Jerry. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, uh, we, we've, Jerry and I have cut down Christmas trees together. Uh, we have now it took him, it took him significantly longer to cut his tree down than it did Not true. W- with me. Um, but <laughs> started after those... it finished, came over and had to help <laughs> for him to finish. <laughs> Hey, uh, one of us has the the lumberjack beard, and the other one has, doesn't go outside. So yeah, I'm gonna let the, I'm, I'm gonna let the, the one who gets made fun of for wearing my Carhartt it being clean, but I cut that on that tree a lot quicker. Well, for if the people saw you on a daily basis, they would know that you have the world's cleanest Carhartt, and it looks like you literally iron and starch it every day before you come outside. You could set no, that thing up and it keeps it. it would stand up straight. It would stand up straight. It literally has holes in it. So I like it. You don't want to, run, want to bring the car hard up. <laughs> but my point is the trees can get really heavy. Make sure they're secure. You don't want you don't want any actions with the tree. And all it takes, especially something that's shining and singing potentially with a bunch of ornaments on it, is a split second. So either keep your kid away from it by putting like a, a guard up or make sure it's secure. Yeah, good point, Brandon. Um for my baby gear this week. And we got a lot of stuff for Peyton's birthday, so I got a lot of things I could go over. But one thing I thought was kind of cute that I didn't know was a thing um, is Mace, one of Macy's best friends, or one of our good friends, um, they got her a Target shopping cart, like a little kid's shopping cart, toddler cart, where it's literally a Target cart, and it had, like, groceries in it. And then also a Target cash register with, like, money and a scan gun and everything. And Peyton loves those. The other day she was like pushing the cart around. And then if she got like to a place where she couldn't push it because there was like something in front of it, she'd pick the whole thing up and like carry it and then like start pushing it again. Um, but it's cute. And it's only 20 bucks on at Target, the shopping cart and the and the groceries. And I believe the cash register is $30. So um, and you could buy one or the other. But that's something that was kind of cute. Um, my wife loves Target. So it's also kind of, you know. I don't know what you want to call it, uh, ironic or, or whatever, but she uh, she likes to shop at Target. With They're Peyton, targeting so. them young. Yeah, exactly. Super smart. So I'm sure they'll have lots of trips throughout uh, Peyton's life together to Target. So she has got that. Yeah. That's cute. And, it, and and she plays with it quite regularly already. So that's Bryce awesome. has that. He loves yeah, it, plays one? with it all the time. Wow. Yeah, he has, he, he's actually that. had it for a while. And he uh, – not only does he play with it, anything he can push. Like he loves his push cars. That that I mean that that thing gets played with all the time. Like it's a daily thing for him. But what it's turned into the last four months is the easiest tool to use to terrorize our dog. 
and because it's so light and he can run basically run around with it, he keeps up with Riley running around the house to the point where there was a rule where Riley could not come on the couch. That's going out. That's going by the wayside. Raja, <laughs> yeah, Raja probably doesn't care as much as Riley does. Riley does not like things like push. Raja will play. Raja will like, yeah. like be like, "Oh, this is awesome." And, yeah, and if anything, Peyton would be the one to end up getting mad because Raja just takes it to level ten. No, that's not. Riley will only do that if he decides it's time to play. If you, if he's just trying to relax, and I feel bad for him sometimes because he's patient, but Bryce understands that. Riley doesn't like it and will he finds entertainment in Riley moving fast and jumping out of the way or it, it always happens like you you lay, laying back guys mm-hmm. dads you all know where I'm going because this happens with the kids too you not you kind of not paying attention I might be like lost in my phone or watching something on TV but you, you, you your defenses aren't up and then all of a sudden you get jumped into your lap, yep. and your defenses same, ain't up. Always the same And it's spot. a 70-pound dog <laughs> jumping in spot. your lap who need to go to the groomers because the nails are sharp. <laughs> yeah, Roger's got an uncapability to do that. It's Just target practice. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. It's target practice. Yeah, yeah. Not so fun. that's uh, yeah. We have that shopping cart. Sometimes I want to throw it in the backyard and forget it. <laughs> so maybe exists. don't buy it. Maybe it's a bad piece of baby yeah. gear. He picks it up too. The la- <laughs> last time I took it away is because he followed Riley onto the couch and was running <laughs> on the couch with the shopping cart. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, sectionals are great until they're not, right? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Uh, that's funny. We just oh, put them on the ottoman. I like it. Yep. Well, Brandon, do you think it's a good point? We probably can get into today's topic, which uh, uh, is sharing. It's something that obviously, if you ever go anywhere with kids, I don't care what age they are, you know, unless they're like teenagers, you know, sharing seems to always come up. And there's some kids that do better with it than others. And there's some parents that do better with it than others. Um, So we'll kind of go into different things involving sharing and, uh, you know, kind of what to look for based on ages. What are some tips to help um you know and, and kind of what you can expect because sometimes like it's it's hard to know where your kids should be like it, is my kid like being bad because he doesn't understand or she doesn't understand or is it normal at this age type of thing does that make sense brandon yeah it makes complete sense so you know i guess i can kind of start it off and, and kind of basically say that where our kids are right now basically before the age of three honestly kids don't really understand the concept of sharing and quite honestly based on most of the stuff that i've read they're not really supposed to you know they can understand the concept of possession of mine of this is my toy or you know i want this but of sharing it is is not really a concept they fully understand that doesn't mean you can't do anything or you should just go okay I'm okay with my kid ripping toys out of other kids' hands. No, but it just means you can't get super frustrated if your kid doesn't understand sharing. Tonight, right before bed, um, I was messing with Peyton because she loves blankets, and I kept taking her blanket, and she kept yanking it back and going, mine, mine. And, and I, I, that, you know, it was kind of funny, but I also was thinking in my head because we're doing today's topic, and I'm like, you know, I, I, she, she, she definitely knows what's hers, but she doesn't always want to share. Um but basically, things you can do under three is you can start to um, talk about sharing. You can start to, like, open communication about it, um, you know, especially if you're someplace where it's not theirs, right? So instead of it being yours, be like, this is Bryce's. This is his toy. And they can start to understand, like, okay, that's not mine. That's someone else's as opposed to, like, it's always their own thing, Um you can also obviously, you know, when your kid, if, if they do take stuff from other people, you know, talk to them like, no, you know, that's not what we do. Let's play with this instead or let him play with it for a little while. Then you can have it after um, you mostly what you're trying to do, though, under the age of three, Brandon, from everything I read is, is you're just trying to mitigate the negative effects of kids that don't understand sharing and then start yeah, to sure. start the conversation of of kind of what sharing is. So as they start to get it, cause once they get close to three, they can start to pick up on stuff. So the more you talk about it, hopefully as they start to get to the point where they can comprehend, it makes a little bit more sense or maybe a little more sense quicker. Yeah, absolutely. At, at this stage, the 
it be, it's more of a learned behavior um, and kind of transactional. Like they're doing it because they know mom or dad wants them to do it as opposed to understanding why. Um, and I actually, you, you mentioned um, Peyton saying that that blanket was was mine, mine, mine. That's that's what the plan for the title of this episode is, is going to be mine, mine, mine with just a little <laughs> bit of explanation. Um, but from from our perspective why why is sharing important they obviously we can't coexist long term in this society being completely selfish um and it's going to be very difficult for your kids as they get older to make and keep friends to be able to play cooperatively take turns um negotiate and i know negotiation sometimes for guys like jerry and i who are in the car business is something that we uh, we think of as a transaction as we get older, but negotiation happens day in, day out. Uh, I want my kid to be able to trade the the broccoli for the Capri Sun and Dunkaroos yes. when he gets in. Yes, they had four like, coffee I mean, brownies that's, that's, today at lunch, Dad. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, legit. I mean, if we're looking at the hierarchy of of lunch items, that's definitely a trade in his favor. So oh, how can gosh. he? How can he? The, the broccoli <laughs> traded to the trash can might be a favorite. <laughs> exactly. Um, but that that's it's a key part of getting along with others, point blank, period. And it might keep dad away from a fight with another dad because you keep grabbing some, little Billy's toys. So um, th- that's the that's the why. Uh, Jerry hit on um, from a developmental standpoint the, that right now isn't the age you should necessarily expect it in our in Jerry and I's children's development, um, but even after three, a, a lot of sharing has has to do with a, a kid's ability to empathize with another kid, and a lot of studies have shown that that doesn't truly kick in until kind of after five or six. So you and you and I can both attest to multiple kids who are in our lives who still have trouble sharing you you didn't mention any specifics but when you, you were you were probably talking about um a few kids that we know at Peyton's birthday party and one thing that um that I know for a fact from a parental standpoint I think they're like I actually watched um one specific set um there's some twins that we know and one of them had uh had, was, was playing with the train at Peyton's birthday party and he, he was playing with the train. He got up, started playing with somebody else. Another kid came up, started playing with the train. He wanted, quote, unquote, his train back. And his mom did a very good job of talking him through it, explaining that, hey, you're here with a bunch of other kids. You have to be able to share. This is, and this is a conversation that we see happen day in, day out, no matter who the kid is. She said, once they're done and they set it down, you can play. So he sat next to her for a period of probably 10, 15 minutes. And he was, uh, it might, might've been 10 minutes. And he was talking with her, playing with the, uh, with other stuff, but you best believe his eyes was on that train. Oh yeah. That train hit the ground. And the minute, <laughs> that the minute up. that another kid walked upstairs, who was playing with that train and, and good on the mom. Cause she, she told him as well. Hey, like he saw, it and she saw it at the same time. She was like, now's, Now's the time you can go get the get the train. <laughs> he and he was he was happy he as ever and played with the train for a significant amount. Um, but how how do we teach sharing to our kids? And I know you're going to go into a couple different um, a couple different examples. But modeling good behavior behavior excuse me is one of those. Um, but also um, praise your child when they are trying to share or they are sharing. I think one thing that Bryce is pretty good at right now is sharing and a it's because my dad his papa don't play that (laughs) he can't stand that's one of his things he cannot stand for a kid who doesn't know how to like play with another kid or share so it it almost was something we haven't really had to harp on in our house because my dad they we, we used to call it tata growing up I know that sounds stupid for those who are listening but we literally if you want something from somebody else and Jerry's making uh for for the dads listening, he's making uh, a ra- orangutan motions where his hands are inward at his chest when I'm referring to Tata. Think about what that looks like. Um, but we're, we're we say Tata, and that's kind of hey, this is like share. That's that was their version. That's how I learned it. I don't know what that even really means, but Bryce does a really good job of at least knowing 
this is what I'm supposed to do. He doesn't always like it. And sometimes he shares just to take it back because uh, he hasn't really gotten that uh, completely yet. But those are a couple examples of what you what you should do. Yeah, for sure. It's also we're fortunate a little bit too, Brandon, because like for us right now, Avery's so little. Obviously, she doesn't know anything. So like we try to get Peyton to share with her. And she, Peyton, she does. Uh, Avery did share some smiles with me today. Which <laughs> she were, did. Were great. But like if if Peyton takes something from Avery or whatever, it's not like Avery's getting upset. So that's the nice thing is you're kind of teaching him with what well, you only have one set to worry about. And you guys will experience the same thing. And then hopefully by the time Avery's old enough to kind of really know sharing that Peyton at least grasps it better, you know. Um, so then it'll probably be more on Avery than it will be Peyton. But yeah, you talked about it. Uh, a thing I want to hit on first before more tips is that sharing's not just about objects. So it's not just sharing the toy, right? It can be sharing time. Um, it can be sharing like emotions, things like that. So you don't want to make it just about toys because it can be about other things other than physical belongings, right? Um, like sharing turns. Like if you're doing something and it's, you know, going down the slide, then you let someone else go down the slide and then someone else goes slide, and then you go down. So you, you, it's, it's important that your kid understands that sharing as a concept is not just about objects or possessions. Um, so that's, that's one thing I did want to mention. And, and a, a tip kind of, like we said, especially young and then throughout the whole process is just the language of sharing. Um, you want to make sure that when you're talking with your kids, they understand not just, Hey, you need to share, but why do you need to share or what does it entail to them? Like, okay, can you share this with um, your brother? And then five minutes from now, it'll be your turn. What does five minutes look like? Do you set a timer? Do you show them a clock and say, when this hand hits this point, then it's your turn. Um, You know, setting kind of those boundaries or if maybe someone else is playing with something that the kid wants talking to them and saying, Hey, I know you're upset that they're playing with that toy right now, but they want to turn with it too. When they're done, you can play with it. You know, so acknowledging how they feel, acknowledging what they might be experiencing, but then telling them, you know, what, why you, they need to share. And then also like, okay, when does this feeling end? Or what is the expectation? Because, you know, they don't have a grasp of even 10 minutes ahead of them, let alone, you know, uh, days, months, and weeks in the future. So, you know, those are some things you can do. You can you can talk with your kid as they're going through it uh, to make them feel a little bit better. Um, and, and then also, you know, maybe like if they were impatient, like, hey, while your brother's playing with this toy, do you mind helping dad cut up the food for dinner, you know? Or do you mind uh, singing a song with dad? Or do you mind um, coming over here and helping dad read this book really quick? You know, give them something to do to, to take their mind off of what they want, you know, and then once they've been patient or like in that situation, you just mentioned, once the kids stop playing with the train, then go, okay, now it's okay. Now you can play with that. And so then they, they feel like, okay, it's not taken away from them permanently. There is an end. There is still that reward at the end. Absolutely. And one thing that hit me in researching for this episode that I hadn't really thought about before uh, and one article put it in big perspective for me. It basically was like, say you have like your wedding ring or engagement ring or whatever. And someone it's something that you hold special to you or think about that thing that you that you love. And imagine somebody walking up to you and telling you, hey, that thing that you love, that's like your favorite thing in the world. You need to make sure that you share that with this new person that you met like three times or maybe they're your friend. But like you you as a, as an adult you're going to immediately say no that doesn't really make sense and we need to recognize that there are some special things like let's take Peyton's blanket as an example if mm-hmm. this may be it it may not be um but there are some special toys or special objects or things that your kid holds near and dear that they don't want to share with someone else now it can't be everything that they have but it's nothing wrong with setting aside setting the the special toys away and and reserving those for just your child or letting them decide whether or not they want to share those specific items. Um, The the tough part kind of in our shoes is, is getting them to understand kind of what, uh, what they can and cannot share at this age. And it's, but that's, that's our jobs and we have to pay attention. And sometimes we got to think for them uh, from that regard. 
Another thing is from a, a sharing with others, you can basically find games to play. So maybe, maybe we're playing catch and you, you may not want to share your ball, but if we make this a sharing game where we each take a turn throwing, we each take a turn catching uh, games like that, peekaboo, hide and go seek as they get older, um, where they're not just sharing an object like Jerry mentioned, but maybe a preferred activity um, that, that is something that will absolutely help as well. Um, and, and we, we, I brought up empathy before, um, and they don't really start to fully understand that until a little bit later on in life. But as, and situations will come up where your kid feels slighted for one reason or another, because maybe someone didn't share with them or they don't understand why they have to share. Don't be afraid to, once they're able to understand it, harken back on those moments. So, hey, do you remember how you felt when Peyton didn't share with you or Bryce didn't share with you? This is how you're making him feel. Let's all find a way to play together. Um, so those are all ways that we can we can kind of help our kids as well. Yeah, a couple of things you mentioned there I definitely read about too, Brandon. Um, like you said, if they have a few special toys, but include them in it and say things like, hey, you know, Bryce is coming over, Peyton. These three things we're going to put away because, you know, we, we you know these are your special toys. Um, and, and you want to do that when they can understand it. If they can't, then maybe you just take it upon yourself and put them away because you know if Bryce comes over and he grabs it, Peyton's going to lose it. It's going right? to be a problem. Correct. <laughs> right. But if you can include them, try to include them. But that that is important. There's, it's okay sometimes to have things that you don't want to share. It can't be everything like you said, but don't be afraid if there's some hot button items like – like you said, if they have like a security thing, don't push it. They don't need to share that thing. Um, you mentioned cooperative games, cooperative toys or, or activities too. So like let's say there's a bunch of coloring books or there's a bunch of blocks or Legos and things that kids can play with. And it's not really like one toy. There's tons of stuff and there's enough there that everyone can play puzzles or board games and stuff where it's like, okay, there's lots of people involved. Or even activities where it takes more than one person. That sometimes will be when they're a little bit older, um, you know. But if they are a little bit older, and like like example, a, a board game is a great example because you need more than one person to play a board game, right? So can you play the game where that everyone can play and be involved in the activity that in, in encourages um, sharing, you know, encourages cooperation. So that's that's another good one. Um, and then, like I said, you want to make sure you, you set your kid up for success, too. So what you don't want to do is, you know, like you said, have them a play date and then not talk to your kid about like certain toys or certain activities. Right. So it might be like, hey, you know, you just got this new toy. Are you going to be OK if Susie and Jane play with this toy? No, I don't want them to play this. toy. OK, well, then let's put this one away. Right. So you, you talk to them ahead of time about what's going to happen. Um, and, and, you know, you also you, you want to explain like, hey, they're going to come over. You guys need to play together. These are your toys that are here, but they need stuff to play with. So you need to make sure you show them some of your toys and let them play with them and make them, you know, feel like encouraged. Like, hey, let them have fun. You want them to have fun too. show them all your cool stuff. Right. And then when they leave, it's still going to be here for you. But you want them to have fun while they're here, don't you? And then, you know, yes, and that's that's when you kind of go there. So talk to them ahead of time when you know there's going to be situations involving sharing. Even if you're going to, like, um, a children's center or something like that, hey, we're going to go there. Remember, if other kids are playing with things, we'll find something different, and then when it becomes available, we can go play with that too. So, Yeah, for sure. And what if, if your child is having trouble sharing and they're at an age where you feel like they should semi-understand, you you should probably have potential consequences for not sharing. Um, so if, if you aren't sharing, however you potentially discipline your child, uh, we had a whole episode episode on discipline. I'm not gonna necessarily get into what you can and can't do. That's that's for you guys to decide. Um, but but have consequences for it. Don't don't just let it go by the wayside. And then along those same same lines, if they're having trouble sharing, don't be the parent who like ha has your kid over for a play date. And then has like the kids will be kids approach and just let your kid be a borderline bully and take right. <laughs> just taking stuff away. So stay stay close by as they play. If you know it's an issue that you've had before, it's easier to correct it in real time 
where they they understand, hey, I, at least at the very least, while dad's around or while mom's around, I need to be doing this. And there's a there's a behavior that you could potentially be reinforcing there instead of just talking about it before they get there. But we've all seen seen those people who just kind of let their kids run wild, and then my kid can't have a good time, and your kid can't have a good time, be, or maybe your kid's having a great time, but they're playing right. with somebody, somebody else's stuff and, and causing issues. Some kid that's not your kid. But th- th- in the same breath, yeah. though, too. Or I'm going to discipline your daddy. <laughs> well, in the same <laughs> breath, too, though, you don't want to be the parent that, let's say your kid's not a great sharer. You don't want to not take them places because you're afraid of them not sharing well, because that's not exactly. going to help it either. So like, like Brandon said, you, you want to be involved. You don't want to just take them and just let them run amok, but you also can't be afraid to take them places. You just have to know how to respond appropriately and, and be nearby and just continue at it. I mean, it can be a little bit embarrassing or frustrating probably as a parent, but if you don't put them in those situations, they're never going to learn. So you, you can't just shy away from it too. Um, so continue to have play dates, continue to go places where they need to share, and then you just continue the techniques and the conversations. So you, you definitely, definitely want to do that. Um, and, and not, you know, not ignore them, but also not keep them hidden from the world, if that makes sense. Um, and then we mentioned a couple of things too, you know, Brandon really quickly is, um, you, you can use a timer, like I said. So let's say you have multiple kids in the house. It can be like, hey, you get five minutes. When this timer goes off, it's your turn, right? It's a noise. They know what it is. Some simple things like that can work. Um, Another thing, too, if a kid does a good job, positive reinforcement, good sharing, or way to bring that to me. Oh, that was so nice of you to let so-and-so play with your toy. Um, Encourage them when they do that, you know. And it's not just like you said, kind of like what Bryce or even Peyton will do now where they share because you say good job and then they take it right back because they just want it. But like actually encouraging. That was so nice that you let them play with that for a while. And it doesn't have to be in that moment. It can be later on when you're talking to them. Oh, when you gave, you know, Bryce your your Ariel doll, that was so nice, Peyton. You know what I mean? He seemed to have really fun with it. You did a really good job, you know. The, the positive reinforcement can, can mean a lot to those kids. If they're doing it right, let them know, not just when they're doing it wrong. So, Yeah, and you can you can practice at home. So you, you, we all know situations where a kid may have a, a toy that they are more fond of. Have them share with mom. Have them share with dad. Have them share with baby brother or baby sister. Uh, one other thing that I, I do with Bryce, there are multiple – if you – I mean, if you're really paying attention to the kids' books that you have, there's an opportunity for lessons in there. Bryce has an Elmo book where it's an Elmo Halloween book where the five friends are going around uh, Sesame Street and trick-or-treating, basically. And one of the, Zoe, actually loses her uh, her bucket. And the last page of the book is all the friends sharing their candy they got with Zoe because her bucket rolled away, basically. And it's all about sharing, but even pointing out with characters that he can recognize in real time, I mean, that's something that we slow down the book and explain to him why that's that's something that's important. Um, so just being present, and this is not just sharing, this is everything, but if there is a lesson that can be kind of easily incorporated into just a regular everyday activity, take advantage of it. Yep, yeah, and like you said, it, it's, it's probably evolving too, our kids are, are just probably starting to get in these stages. And, and like you said, Bryce is pretty good at sharing. Peyton, honestly, has – I don't know if she's been good at sharing or just passive. She doesn't seem to mind really. Just just very recently she started to get more possessive of certain things, but it's more with mom and dad than other kids. Um, you know, but yeah, I've been hearing mine yeah, lately. Yeah, he she started saying mine just in the last couple of weeks like a lot. But, again, it's mom and dad too, and it's – it's almost like I feel like a game to her a little bit too. But again, it's it's gonna evolve. You gotta you gotta the stay look on top he gave of it. Me earlier wasn't a game. He <laughs> want, he wanted to punch me in the face. Oh, she was <laughs> mad when I was messing with her blanket. She was mad at me today. Um, she's so funny though. She started pointing at the crib like she wanted me to put it in the crib, and then I did, and she started almost bursting into tears. I'm like, you just acted like you wanted me to put it there. So, uh, she, you know, kids don't even know what they want half the time. Um, but yeah, yeah sharing, sharing something I'm sure we'll continue to talk about as, as our kids get older and older and older. 
Um, but it's it's important, you know. It's an important life skill. Even as adults, we probably know adults that don't share too well. So um, hopefully, you can teach your kids that, and it'll be a good life skill. And then you won't have to be uh, the parent that, uh, like you said, other parents want to get in a fight with, <laughs> you know, because you're ignoring your yeah. kids as they're stealing everyone's stuff. Um, that's a good place probably to no. stop for the day, Brandon. Um, yeah, Jerry, would you like to share? Your yeah, dad joke with me? I can me? share a dad joke with you if you if you got a second. Um, so, Brandon, <laughs> I actually I have a question more than a dad joke today. Is that okay? Sure, because this is part of the joke. Uh, no, I really have a question. Can you tell me what the lowest rank in the Army is? The lowest rank in the Army? Uh, platoon soldier. No, you know, I keep asking everyone, but they keep telling me it's private. Oh, private. Yeah, that's what I'm, Yeah. That was pretty. That, that was a dad joke. That was a dad joke. It was pretty decent. I actually thought you might know. So that was pretty good. You might have got the joke, but. Uh, yeah, I should have, but I didn't. I had a grandfather in the Army, so. I I got all the branches, though, covered. So anytime there's a military joke, I got I got all four branches covered in my family. So it, You're it like a tree, out. Jerry. Or leaves. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so this is the plug portion. How did you say it earlier? You had like a good like fake plug. You you were almost better at it than I was. What was the what was the plug we need to start using for for the show, Brandon? Uh, I actually don't even remember what I said earlier. Bottom I line, is, like we're there's been everywhere everywhere podcasts are listened to or something like that. Basically, oh, you're talking about you're talking about at lunch. Yeah, yeah. anywhere yeah, anywhere you on. can find your pod. Here's the thing though. Right now <laughs> they are listening to us, so they already found the podcast. That's but true. Anywhere you can leave a review, anywhere that you can check us out on social media, we're there. Exactly. Basically, if you want to find us, you can find us. The best thing you can do though, and Brandon touched that on the beginning of the episode is you can contact us, you can reach out to us, you can just to say, hey, love it, or hey, you guys should try this, or um, here's a suggestion, here's a topic, here's a something I noticed, whatever it is, we love hearing from every one of you, we really, really do, we've been hearing a lot more lately, and that's been great, um, like I said, I think we're over 41,000 downloads now, which is pretty cool, and, um, and, and also, we're actually like over 42,000, oh, over 42,000, yeah, and, and so like, people are listening, the biggest compliment you can give us is tell your friends about us. Anyone who's got kids, it doesn't just have to be dads too. Moms can listen to us and laugh at us. If you ever want to get in your husband's head or what a guy's head is, like, what are they thinking? Listen to us. And you can be like, man, they really don't know what they're talking about. That's fine. At least you can maybe understand a guy's thought process on some of this stuff. But we want to, <laughs> we want all the listeners and, and we want to hear from every single one of you. So if you haven't left us a review, if you haven't um, told people, please do. It is a, is a great help. Share it on Reddit, share it on social media, wherever to say, Hey, listen to these guys. We love, we love it all. So, um, but until next time, as always, I'm Jerry joined here by Brandon and you've been listening to dad jokes. <laughs>